Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of the Not So Common Podcast. I'm Pat Contra. I'm here again with Frank. Hi, how are you doing? Remember a couple, uh, couple months ago, a few months ago, Frank, we spoke about some stuff. And I figured with, with some of the topics of the discussion, it might be nice to get a second person. We can, talk about, we can talk about the eclipse, we can talk about stuff going on in the world, Confederate statues, uh, Charlottesville, we can talk yeah. about McGregor-Mayweather fight. Oh, but first, Frank, you, yes. you used to shave, right? You've ever heard I of still shave every day. I have a mustache, but I shave. I have the rest of it. That plane's loud. Have you ever heard of Dollar Shave Club? Sponsor yeah. Dollar Shave Club. You get a blade for a dollar to start. Uh, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash pat, and you can get any deal there for a dollar with free shipping for the first month. You can get the executive, Frank, with six blades, with six cartridges. I might do this for you as a present, Frank. You don't know. Okay. So you, you get like four blades on there with six cartridges. You can get the, the 4X, which has four blades. It's kind of self-explanatory. Or you can get the humble twin, Frank. You're very humble with only two blades. Inexpensive, quality shaving, low price, no commitment, cancel anytime, free shipping. Go to dollarshaveclub.com slash pat. And, uh, yeah, check out the deals there, Frank. So, Frank, what's been going on in your world? As you step away, what's been going on? Uh, nothing much. You know, just working. Just working? Yeah, keeping track of the kid and all. Yeah, sure. Um, you enjoy uh, the solar eclipse? Yes, I was a big fan of that. I don't <laughs> understand how anyone um, uh, could think it was like, you know, just a non-event or, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, it was no big deal or who cares? Who said... You, I you, mean, you know, I, yeah, I, I've heard that. I, you knew someone that said it was no big deal or who yeah, cares? Yeah, the stupid coach from Alabama there. He was... Oh, he he's a, oh that guy's just a football yeah. coach. Though. But that's yeah. what I mean. I thought it could have been a nice teaching moment for... You oh, know, for, his, for, his, for the kids. Because yeah. um, it's something... The last time it happened in the United... You know, in the, in the continental U.S. was like 99 years ago. So they probably figure you're not going to... You know, you're not going to see it again. You're not going to see it? You're going to be gone, Frank? I probably. Unless, we, unless they come up with some sort of cybernetic technology. Yeah, but I don't even know if that's <laughs> he, he <should> together. scary. <laughs> Is um, Robo Frank walking yeah, around? Yeah, now that's insane. <laughs> you got to give the kids a chance. I had my run. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so I thought it was pretty cool. And then they had it on some of the uh, cable channels, NASA. Here's the path, Frank, on the map. Yeah. You can see... So that's total darkness yeah, total, around Northwest, yeah. going through the Midwest. And it go, went right through. through St. Louis and Charleston, and then it exited. And then I heard people that had um, cruise tours where they were in the ocean the and then right oh. went right into the path for it, which is really cool. <laughs> so just cool. total darkness in that path. Yeah. So I think that's pretty cool. So for us and here. it's a nice, uh, you know, it's a, a, a natural event. Sure. So, so I thought it was pretty cool. So for us here, though, you, it wasn't total darkness, obviously. No. Because you just saw, if you looked at the sun, though. Right. And, <laughs> and I did watch it on the TV, yeah. so I got to see, like, total darkness in Oregon <laughs> or wherever, some other spot. And I just thought it was kind of cool because it's a one, you know, once in a lifetime thing. And, you know, it's a, it's a natural occurring celestial event. What's wrong with that? I did see in the, uh, early 80s I was up in uh, Northern California and saw a lunar eclipse which is really cool too because you know how the moon looks like a disc 
uh-huh. most of the time, and it's sort of whitish. Well, this was like the way, given the shadows and stuff, you could see a, a, a distinct sphere. Like it was a basketball up there. Oh, wow. And it was like, red. It, like, it looked like 3D. Yeah, almost. it was really amazing. Oh, here's a picture on the computer here of, of like what it would look like. Yeah, it was very cool. Let's see when the next one's going to be as I talk. And it was funny because my ex was crashed out. And I go, come on, get up, get up and see it. And she goes, oh, and she was so tired and beat from the trip. She goes, I'll see it tomorrow. Which was like the funniest answer because... It was just, you know, then. It wasn't going to be every day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So her response was kind of a joke. was I, kind of fun. I think it's cool. Obviously, if you're in the path where it goes total so dark, dark yeah, that's really, that's like Or a, even if you got 80 or 90%, yeah. it would be pretty cool. So, like, well, I think it's cool. I mean, I wasn't going to run outside and get my little pinhole No, well, I it. actually did that and was I able did. to see it on the sheet of paper. But then I did uh, come home and watch a little on the TV because then you could see it really pass through because you don't have to look at it because it's a TV thing. And it was it was real. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah. I mean, so what? It's I, like a couple of uh, an hour out of your freaking cool, day. The cool thing life. was all the shadows. Did you notice the shadows outside? Yeah. It got like little it, crescent shadows. Yeah, it was. That's weird, right? Yeah. It's, and then... Uh, there were places where people swore they could see it on the sidewalk and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. Did, yeah. Did people were tweeting pictures of it. Like yeah, then because so that was kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, it's I was... like alien stuff. <laughs> well, next, the next lunar eclipse it was like in September sixteenth. There'll be a lunar eclipse. I'm not sure how much we're going to be able oh, to see. Oh, there. If if it's clear and you get a chance to see it, you should check it out because the lunar eclipse is very cool. Also, especially if you have a big sort of full moon, uh, you really see. Uh, uh, it's really cool. Really cool. Sure. So, yeah, that was kind of fun. In fact, I got to call people in other places I meant to talk to. And I knew two different couples that went from here. One of them went to Oregon to get into the path. And another couple I know went to Idaho. Oh, wow. And uh, they had Uh, set it up like a year or two years ago. And we're all in, in on it. Did you make a big deal out of Haley's Comet in 86? Uh, It wasn't. Haley's Comet was it Haley's was Comet it, it, or Hale Bop? No, Hale Bop was those people that killed themselves. Were, yeah, but were I Bops. saw that too, and That's, I did see Haley's. Haley's Comet was in the mid eighties. Was Haley's very Bops. cool, and their Hale Bop too. <laughs> Hale, uh, Hale no, Bop the Comet in the- itself was very cool because it was really easy to see with the naked eye in the sky. And a bunch of friends of mine and I went out and camped in the desert, so we had complete. You know, darkness, you know, no city lights yeah. or anything. Haley's Comet really... was 86 every second. Yeah, I, I was out in the desert for that, too. I remember yeah. my parents took me to an observatory oh, for nice. it, but I, don't, I was so young, I don't remember like what we saw. If I could, right. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I mean, I was only six. I don't have much memory of that. So, yeah, uh, I might be around for the next one of that. You, maybe, we'll see. No. Maybe you last another 40-something years. 40 minutes I'm hoping <laughs> for here. <laughs> You know what the best part, though, about stuff like the solar eclipses is? It can it can hopefully shut up some of the flat earthers that are now out there. You know about the flat earthers, Frank, the people that really believe there's a conspiracy that really... Idiots. No, I, 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 I don't even try to discuss I, them anymore because they're so stupid. 
Uh, or, or did, did they exist 30, 40 years ago, or is this a, a new phenomenon? No, it's... flat earth people. No, they existed forever. Oh, really? You remember the back and of the And I don't understand how you have, like, the shuttle and the space travel and everything, and you could see that there's spheres, because... Well, that's a, well, Frank, that's a NASA. That's all CG. That's all oh, Photoshop. That's God. a new thing. <laughs> you know. I just think it's funny because without there being a, what is it, heliocentric model of the Earth, to predict a solar eclipse, you know, like that's what you right. need in order to predict stuff right. like that. You can't well, do that with any other method. Well, anybody can see that the Earth it's, is round. If you see a tall uh, sailing ship come from the horizon... It doesn't appear all at once. You see it a little bit at a time, this mast, and you see that it's Comes coming up. around a curve, uh-huh. that it isn't just the whole ship appears all of a sudden. You're talking about in the horizon. When right, you which it, it would up. be if it was flat. Yeah. You would just see the whole thing. You would thing. see it diminish into, a, into a, a straight line. Right, but you see the top of the mast, and then it comes up like it's coming up around a sphere. Yeah, I just think it's one of those sillier things because really un- unlike I know you I know you believe in some stuff like the Kennedy assassination. That's the only one I've hung on to. But even aliens and he, even even the 9/11 truther idiots. Ugh. At least Frank hear me out. At least there's some reasoning behind them wanting to believe something like that. They're tricking us. It's, it's right. It's, okay, it's a political. It's a political thing, thing to start. They're with more. War. They're more yeah. into the politics than the science of what happened. So even though I think they're 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 lunatics, I can at least understand the reasoning for wanting to believe it. With right. this, with the flat earthers, I, their reasoning is just well, it gives some sort of mind control. If if they trick everyone into thinking. There, this is a global structure instead of a flat. So I can't even. They can't even. They can't even come up with a good reason, reason why, why they would trick you would do it. it. Well, yeah. maybe they're throwing people off the edge. And that's <laughs> what, they don't want well, to give well, that up. Well, they believe that the ends of the earth are literally huge ice ice shelves. That's what they they believe. So the earth is flat, right? Um, and then you have ice shelves. So oh, like the sewer north and the south pole. Yeah. How about east and west? Well, I don't know. I yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Or, know, or, yeah. or how do you calculate different flight yeah, paths? Co- Conan is out there. You know. <laughs> Lemuria, wherever. Because if you if if, you, if there's a flat Earth model, that means there's a middle, right? So if there's a middle, that would mean that in a certain uh, sort of diameter, the, all the flights would be the same exact times because you're going around in a, cir- in a circle out of that middle. You know what I'm saying? Right. It, it, you would have all these flight times be exactly the same based upon a certain. How about point. if they flew underneath it, like? <laughs> Earth and, like, looked up and what's under there? Like the plumbing or whatever? Like the air ducts? I mean, come well, on, you're killing me. Well, that's where me. all the plants are, all the roots. You're, like, you're <laughs> killing me. So maybe you drill to the center, you yeah. would just fall through fall into through. space. Yeah, that's well, great. Hey, well, that's a good experiment you could try. Right, that. that would have been an easy way to fly to the well, moon. But how do you need a ship? They could just drill through and fall. But when you when you hear stuff like that, is is do you, do you consider that just well? Failure of the education system. There's always going to be people... Be no, it's not a failure of the education system because it's only like one thousandth of one percent that people that believe it. So to me, it's them. They're stupid. Oh, okay. It's just them. It's That's, just... Or it's people that want to believe in something because they feel, they, they'll feel more intelligent or that they're fighting for something. It's like, oh, we're fighting for the flat earth. You know, we're gonna we're gonna expose the system. I think that's what it's some of the romanticism about conspiracy. I sometimes. don't. Yeah, I know, but I don't get it. Like you said, I understand almost all of them, but I don't get that one. 
You don't you don't get why Kyrie Irving believes in the flat earth. Well, he <laughs> I think he's seeing what how far people will go and what they'll believe, I think. I don't think Are he they screwing with people? He's too smart. The problem is that there's grammar school teachers around the country that are begging him to come off of it because the kids believe him more than they do the the teacher because he's a basketball player. Well, is it, is it, is it sort of the same lines of, of some schools saying that they, they if they have to teach evolution, they have to t- teach creationism alongside with it. They're trying to... Right, that's, that's another thing. Dangerous. There's no basis in science. Either. Absolutely not. Um, absolutely not. Because if you go with carbon dating or the fossil record, you you can't believe in that because that would mean the fossil record is is made up. Carbon dating doesn't isn't real. Uh, the distances when they measure the stars and the uh, all the you know uh, light years and all that has no meaning. Uh, it, would, it would, it would, you know, shit can everything, which is dumb. Sure. And I don't see how that even is that it's in conflict because you still could believe in God and then He created whatever and He kicked it off. In sure. Other words, it's because so, somebody has to start it. Because if you have nothing and then you have something, there had to be some kickoff. Yeah, and, and now with all the evidence, so like traditionally in the Bible, there it's like what, like what is forty four hundred years old. Or, before when it was written, so that's like what six thousand BC yeah, or something like that, ain't, roughly. Ain't happening. No, because now we're discovering with these big structures that they're finding, like outside of Japan, outside of India, that potentially human civilization could be a hell of a lot older than we. Well, first thought. just the fossil record. Just for, or, well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about just human civilization. Now. Is could older. be yes. could be tens of thousands of yes. years old. Yeah, like we, we're, you yes. know, there's there's this, there's more evidence coming out little by little that there could be something to this that humanity built itself up to a certain point and then was wiped out like that or whatever. I had to rebuild the back, right. back up. I yeah, mean, that. I mean, that, even just that alone. That makes more sense. That yeah, I mean, because the guy figured out how old the Earth was based on the age of Methuselah or something and cranked <laughs> it. All. No, that's what he did. He went all the way back through the generations. And that was it. That's where he stopped. I always thought it was funny where they said that. Uh, Cain, you know, he killed his brother and he had the mark on him. And so then when he went to some other place, they shunned him. Whoa, 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 wait, wait a minute. What other place could it be, right? <laughs> yeah, if, if Adam and Eve were the first people and they had two sons, where were these other people coming uh-oh. from? Uh oh, Frank, Frank. That was a question. Frank, don't criticize the Bible. No, I'm not criticizing. Uh, I'm just no. asking your no, question. Oh, kids, Sunday school. Did you go to Sunday school? Yes, and that got me. Those that question got me put in the back, and, <laughs> because and, it was a reasonable question, right? It's, it's, and the other question was Australia when they talked about the ark. Oh, you, what did you say? You just, I said, "What about the kangaroos?" And oh. she was like, "What?" I, I, I said, "Well, there's all all the animals in Australia are completely different than everything else. So did they have them too, or?" You're confusing the, the class. We'll wait. We'll wait for the we, monsoon. We, we would ask the. I went to Catholic school. We would, we would ask the, the highly technical questions, sort of like, "All right, it's a mortal sin if you miss church." Oh, right? so no, that's you, be, yeah. So, so if you die, you go straight to hell. No, it's a mortal sin. Oh, if you miss church, you really? Church. God, I'm in arrears so, here. So we're like, okay, what if you really were sick that day? So we started trying to see the technique, the loopholes to this rule, and so you can tell, like, we had a. One of the uh, it wasn't it wasn't a no they had a, a car eating at a litter in there, yeah. <laughs> so it was we didn't have a priest teaching we had a, what is it one of the a layman 
not the layman. What are give the nuns. Who who can give you out like a Eucharistic minister? They could they could they could give. We out didn't the, have didn't, that was didn't a, that was blasphemy. We didn't have that. That was a blasphemy. We had that. It wasn't blasphemy. No, you're tricking me now. <laughs> uh, I forget the name of God. It's been so long. Um, man, Catholic school. I can go off on that. Just, yeah, I was lucky. I uh, I didn't go to Catholic school. My dad was sort of into it. But we were in a new parish and they hadn't built a school until I was in second grade and they didn't want to yank me around because I was already in school and they didn't want to yank me out of that school and put me in another one. So I was spared Catholic school. Yeah, I wish I was. One of the most most horrifying parts of my life was leading up to the sacrament of of, uh, reconciliation. What's that? Penance. Confession. Oh, I didn't mind confession. You didn't mind that? Nah, I would lie anyway. (laughs) You lie when you're... Well, when you were six or seven or eight, whenever you... No, know. but I didn't do anything wrong. I was seven years old. What was I? What did I have a, game? What did I have a floating crap game going? <laughs> I was seven. What did I do? I, I, I argued with my sister. All right. Oh, that's I mean, a sin. All right, but sure, I wouldn't mind saying sure that. It was her tell, fault anyway. You got to make sure you tell a creepy priest that to his face. See, we had... No, a, we had the... the oh, okay, well, we had that too. But since our classes are so big... Okay, so anyone who's not Catholic out there, Catholics are the only, uh, is the only insane, the OGs of Christianity, that you have confession. So uh, technically, unless your soul is clean, when you die, you go to hell. It's a great, it's a great religion, I know. So, but they have what's called confessionals where you kneel in church in front of this veil. The father undoes the veil. You really can't see him, but you kind of right. And you confess your you sins. You don't have the little room? Well, well, that's what I'm getting to. So we had about 68 confessionals in this church. Right. But if you were unlucky based upon the count of who went where, yeah. you, you had to do face-to-face confessions. Basically sitting in a room face-to-face from the priest. Keep in mind, you are like seven and a half here or seven years old doing this. I was terrified. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I Terrified. See it. The, the priest was like six foot five. He looked like how we thought Jesus was. He had a beard. He had longer hair. I swear to God, his name was uh, Father Joe. I, I'll never forget this. And I couldn't get out a word. And the whole time I'm thinking, I'm just like, am I going to go to hell? Am I going to go to hell just for this? Because I can't remember. Yeah. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. This is my first confession and these are my sins. Like knowing all the, all the words right. to say. Remembering the the act of contrition. Yeah, I I didn't mind all that, and I when I was a kid, I never really thought I did anything wrong anyway. Oh well, there you go. Because I was so I was young. I mean, what did I do? You you stole you stole a comic book? No, no I never stole, stole it. I never. I was thinking about the first the the one only time I really stole something. Um, you know, my friend Bill Harlem. He he's he's passed away, but. Um, He's not from Harlem. His name was Harlem. <laughs> okay. um, we were working in a big mall, and we went to the vending machines one day on our break, and one of them was open. And the quarter bin was filled all the way to the top, and we looked at each other and just took it. Oh, wow. <laughs> you ever confessed that, Frank? No, I was beyond church then. <laughs> Well, I got to be like 15 or 16, and my mom said, well, it's up to you whether to go to church, and I never went again. Oh, see, I was Except, uh, unless it was to, um, it was a social event, 
because I started to know girl, ca- ca- girls from the Catholic school and I know they would be all in church. So I would go to the certain mass where they were and then you could wait outside and you could bump into them oh, accidentally. Oh, oh, hi, Darlene. Yeah, What's well, the they were all named Kathy or, or Mary. Mary. All Italian chicks. They were Italian and Irish girls. Yeah, Irish Catholics and Italian Catholics. I think, yeah, I think people have to uh, understand that in New Jersey... There's a lot of Catholics, but the vast majority are Irish Catholic or just traditional or Italian, Italian Roman Catholics. Catholic, yeah, Roman, Roman Catholic. yeah, they're all. Yeah, yeah, I thought that was. I was like 17 before I realized the, that most of the country was Protestant. Protestant. Yeah, I was the same way. Because I'm like, we're a, we're a minority. It's only like 25 yeah. percent of the U.S. Because I everybody I knew was Italian Catholic, Irish Catholic, or Jewish. Yeah. So I thought that was that's, the world. That's only the little part of the Northeast. Right. You, get, you got outside of like three states. And then I saw place. some map in some class when I was in school. You know, and like, I huh? was like shocked by <laughs> you it. You go to certain states, there's like no Catholics at all. I was like, what? Really? <laughs> wow. You're, you're being oppressed, right? <laughs> I, I knew it was a Russian, there was Russian Orthodox too. But they were Catholics, basically. Kind of. Greek Orthodox. And Greek, yeah. So those they're were all the... far. Yeah. And then the, not technically Catholic. And then the Polish girls. They were, they were Catholics, too. So that's what I knew. I, I knew the ethnic people that were Catholics and then the Jewish girls. And that's what I knew. That's where I grew up. The, you know, it's different everywhere. Where are you going, Frank? Open a door, I'm sweating. Oh, well, yeah, but it's, it's uh, the planes, but that's okay. Well, that's okay. It's part of the soundtrack. <laughs> All right. You, oh, you're right. It's cool. Where are you going? I'm opening this soundtrack. Oh, okay. Flow. Get some airflow in here. Get some flow in <laughs> So, what do you, what, we, we started this conversation. We get into Yeah, we it. went way off track. That's all right. No, bored everybody, no, I'm, I'm sure. No, they, they, they'd rather listen to you than me. <laughs> so, what's your, what's your, we're going to get into this. What was your okay. gut when you when you learned about the stuff that went on in Charlottesville in terms of the the protests or remove the Robert E. Lee statue? Okay, the counter protests, um, all that. Like, what's your? I what's mean, your you have to be. Like? To me, I'm totally down on the. Uh, you know, obviously the neo Nazis and the skinheads. And to me, that's what the World War Two was a, was about. You know, uh, it was our my my dad's generation. Sure, my grandpa. You know, saving the world, basically, from those crazy nuts. Uh, and then to have young people, after, like, not evolving at all and believing that uh, somehow or getting back into that or feeling that they have to be in that kind of a group to feel Is it powerful just- or important, it's it's frightening to me because I grew up in the... In the '60s, where I thought things were changing and people were more acceptance accepting of differences, and then I guess in the '80s there was a big backlash to that or whatever. But uh, it's just to see the amount of people still into it is is disturbing. And then to have a guy to have a a, a protest across the street from them of people just carrying signs and whatever, and then to have some guy run into the crowd with a car and kill people. And then have our fearless leader say that both sides are to blame. I mean, this guy makes you feel embarrassed to be an American. He is a, a complete clown embarrassment to me uh, that he doesn't get it. Every day he can come up with the worst thing to say. And he does it repeatedly 
Uh, it's just amazing. I mean, unbelievable. I mean, one guy, I heard one guy, I don't want to take credit for it, but they, it's fashionable to be racist now. You know, it's it's fashionable again. I think, it's, I think what LeBron James tweeted about that, he, he like he made it cool again to be Oh, was racist. it him? Yeah. Something like that. I'm sure the people said something similar. Yeah. It's just I mean, unbelievable that he could make a statement like that. And you have his own guys well, running well, when, when from him. When he said there's also there's good people on both sides, that to me was where it's... Like, people were trying to parse out, well, he really didn't mean that. He did say there's, like, good people on both sides. And it's just like, I don't see how there could be good people on one side of that. Yeah. Because even if, okay, let's just say in theory, we can get into whether people are doing this because they feel disenfranchised, yeah. whether they actually believe what they're doing. Someone I, some might be doing it because they think it's fun to be part of a group. As sick as that might sound, that might be it. But even if you're, let's just say you're not a neo-Nazi, you're not someone that's yeah. there to protest. The minute that someone next to you starts chanting awful things, wouldn't that be, okay, I'm done, I'm out. Yeah. That's it. Even if I thought, okay, I don't want these statues taken down, we can get to that. I'm, I don't want to be associated with these people with next to me. With this guy, yeah, these yeah. guys, are they've jumped the rails here. Um, and, you know, I just think it's, it's just disturbing that it still goes on. I well, guess it's maybe something that I think you're always going to have, yeah, you're you're gonna have, gonna have a, a fringe group, yeah. right, for anything. I, think I that, guess, yes. I, I think most people realize that you're living in a utopia only if you can squash out right. any okay. all examples of racism. But it just or, seems like there's more than there should be. It's more overt. Like yeah. Something like that hasn't... I and I know that... Uh, uh, I know the internet has a hand in this because all the little isolated groups, like let's say in the 70s, now... Are connected. Well, yeah, I, through I, the I internet, saw, I and saw, I'm not blaming the technology because it's well, the no, people the, that use the it. The internet makes it easier to find people with similar interests, interests and whether, to, no and matter to, what it is, no matter what it is, whether right. it be bird watching, uh, if you're right. a you know, Nazi, whatever, else. whatever, yes. and it makes it easier to share thoughts to and to be to come a community. Right, that's just the bottom line. Um, I'm not going to take credit for it, but there was a great, I think it was comedian said. It was like if you were like a pedophile in the 80s, had you meet other pedophiles? It was underground. It was very tough. You were isolated. Now, now not so hard. Now, not so hard. But the same thing if you're a white supremacist, especially yeah. if you're not living in a traditional, quote, traditional area where they would thrive, how would I meet up with another white supremacist slash neo-Nazi? Yeah. Internet. All of a sudden, I'm connected with a community of people that we can gather even do an event like that. Because right. you couldn't do an event like that because they weren't locals, those people at Struggle. They a lot, came no, from a lot. Yeah, other that's areas. the other thing. I, I just think it's horrific. And, and uh, yeah, whatever. I don't Un, know. Under, the guise I don't of, under the guise of let's protect a statue yeah. of Robert E. Lee. Another yeah, because it went way beyond that. Yes, they used that part of the as movement a plat, as a plateau springboard for their stuff. The statue thing, the only reason I'm thinking they should come down is that these guys, if you really want to get down to it, were treasonous. I know in the 60s, people pro, all they did was protest the Vietnam War and were called traitors. We didn't get, take up arms. Against the and tried to throw uh, and you were called and you were called traitors, traitors right? And then here's weren't. guys that actually had an army to try to take over or separate themselves from the government or the United States, and I don't know how that's not treason. No, and treason. the other thing is they were try, they were 
they were, they were fighting a partly or a lot of it. They were they wanted to continue slavery, and I just think well, you have to at some point see that it, owning another human is wrong. I don't care what era you were born in. Well, there's a lot to impact from that. I will just say this: the, the biggest one of the biggest arguments before you get to what the Confederacy stood for. And and the revisionist history was, oh, this was states' rights. And while states' rights was a part of it, the main contingent reason for pushing states' rights was to continue slavery. slavery. Yeah, that's, that's why. That, that's, it the wasn't, right, that's the states' right that's, they wanted. That was the, and that's in all the articles of secession of all yeah. the states that seceded. Explicitly, this yeah. is why. So we can continue our economy. We can still enslave people. Now, you can say that, well, the North wasn't entirely pure in fighting the war, but they still fought it. Right. It doesn't matter what you're... It doesn't matter. I don't yeah. care if you're 50% against it. You, they gave the same blood either way. They yeah. still died for, for it. it. You know I mean, I don't care. And the other guys uh, died to defend that yeah. ideal, which you have to look at. I don't see how you could be alive now and not see that that's wrong. I'm sorry. Well, I think I think there's a, and I don't see how even a guy then, especially if they're thinking they're Christians or whatever, how you can look at that and think it's okay to well, own another person. Well, a, they didn't think they were people. Few, That's why. Well, there's a few things to remember. Uh, very few people in the South own, own slaves. The, the rich one percent basically were the ones that owned slaves. Uh, because any any poor dirt farmer couldn't afford right. it if they wanted to. But they were the ones that fought. Right. They were the ones that But they fought. agreed with it. Yeah. You can say they were hoodwinked. They saw it as northern Hoodwinked. They were <laughs> no pun intended. No, there actually you wasn't. You like that one? You get it? But there's a reason they called it they, they called it the war of northern aggression. That makes it seem more romantic that we're not fighting right. for slavery, we're fighting against aggression against us. As Frank opens a beer in the background. But I think we, we have to be careful. And I, I am sensitive to, to the fact where, well, my ancestors fought and died. I under, I under, or fought and got wounded. or just Right, I get there's, it. There, there is some sort of want. Uh, you want to maintain the honor of thinking about them not right. fighting for a lost cause. But at the end of the day, you have to realize you fought on the wrong side of history. Like, you can't honestly say, I wish they won. I wish the Confederacy actually won. No, I knew I met people like that in South Carolina. Oh, really? Back oh, in the yeah. day. And what what would their reasoning be for for like what? How did they think it would? They been? thought it was right. They thought the North totally was oppressing them, forcing them to accept ideals they didn't want to accept. They were mad about the Civil Rights Act. They thought that. Uh, uh, they were mad at civil rights act in the sixties. Yes, I'm talking about people in the sixties. Okay. Um, in fact, there was a guy Cooper that I used to call 1830 because <laughs> I I used to really believe that he wished it was 1830 when none of this North Carolina was from. He was from South Carolina, South Carolina. and none of this happened, and they were living their life the way it should be. Antebellum South, right. Just nice and so I called them 1830, and he had slaves. Sarsaparilla. I mean, they were mad. They were mad about, um, you know, they didn't accept black people as equals at all. They just thought they even in 1960s. Yeah, this was 1969. I was I was a student at the University of South Carolina, and they did not accept them. In fact, one day I come back to the dorm, and no one would talk to me. 
Really? And I'm thinking, what the hell? So there was another guy in the dorm who was from New Jersey also. And I go, what's up? What happened? He goes, oh, they're giving you the silent treatment. I go, why? He goes, they saw you talking to a black guy in the quad in the square. So this is late 60s. And I said, oh, he asked me directions to one of the dorm or a street. So I was talking to him and we ended up talking for a minute. So they took it out on me for that. So before that incident, did you think something like that? You had seen no evidence of, wow, they really... No, I thought that they were off their nut all of them. Before that. Yeah, but But I didn't believe that they would do actually do something like that. Because we were all 20-year-old kids that were 18 years old. It wasn't like we were old guys. We were college students. South Carolina didn't have a scholarship black athlete until Alex English. Do you remember him in the pros? And He went no. to college in the late 70s. And he was their first scholarship black athlete because he was the best basketball player and he was from South Carolina. So they figured they had to. They, they had to give him a scholarship. Even though they, they would, they, you could go there, but you wouldn't get a scholarship. Because Lou Alcindor, uh, he asked Wilt... Uh, when he was then, before he was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, asked Wilt, like, where you should go to school, and he said you should go where the best coach is, and that's Frank McGuire. And Frank McGuire was the coach of the University of South Carolina. So here's Lou Alcindor, an A student in school, a seven-footer, the best basketball player ever to hit college basketball player, mm-hmm. goes there. They said, you can come, but you won't get a scholarship. And he had like about 30 schools willing to pay his entire way. He ends up going to UCLA, wins three titles, and the rest is yeah, history. Yeah, and for those who don't know, Lou Alcindor became Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, one of the best basketball players of all time. All time, yeah. Well, has all the records. And friends of Bruce Lee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the guy was, and he's a real thoughtful guy. Oh, if you ever hear him the, speak, yeah, he's great. He is a really thoughtful, intelligent guy that you should, that kids should listen to. College kids should listen to him. I mean, he's he's great. So, what do you, what do you say to people that say that? Okay, all these memorials, monuments that are on public grounds, they're on uh, university grounds, they're on yeah. uh, state grounds, court grounds. Getting rid of these monuments to people that supported the Confederacy is like rewriting history. What do you say to those people? Well, all right. I could see their side. I actually heard Barkley say he doesn't care about it because he has so many other things to do. It's way down on his list. Because he ignores it. And he ignored it. Maybe there could be a place where they could make a memorial or they could have it on private property or they could make some kind of a historical memorial park. Civil, Just for a, a civil, civil war, war round, uh, or a Gettysburg. park and have them all there. So if you really wanted to go and there's a special place for them, because it is part of, I mean, it, you it, can't ignore it. It is part of okay, history. Okay, is a memorial itself a part of history? That's the, that's no, the question. Probably not. I think that's where people are getting confused. Because a lot of these statues and memorials didn't start being put up until the early 20th century, 1920s. Right. Uh, you had the Daughters of the Confederacy involved with a lot of stuff. There was one in San Diego. Yeah, not which I don't here. get. But so there was a Jefferson Davis 
uh, monument that became just a plaque. They put up in 1926. Would it had a surfboard on it, I think, in San Diego. <laughs> no, that's no. Yeah, that. because they're going to have the Jefferson Davis like transcontinental highway. It was going to end up in, in guess, in San Diego, and you had a lot of people from the South move here. So when I heard that, and they took it down after the yeah. South struggle, I was shocked that there was a memorial to a traitorous, and he was a traitor. He was he went he was one of the only Confederate leaders that was actually punished after the Civil War. I think he did like two years in prison. That, that, that there was a memorial to a traitor yeah. in San Diego, California. And California was a union state. Union state, state. yes. So that blew my mind. That, that And that bothered me. And not for the fact that I'm going to look at it and be like, oh, you know, um, that goes against my race because obviously it doesn't. It, go, it bothers me because my ancestor fought against that piece of shit and risked his life. To fight for the union, that alone bothers me. Yeah, that I mean, that alone. Yeah, is just I don't get how how that's uh, relevant to San Diego. I but mean, no, no, but but how but the, how is it relevant anywhere in the United the, States? Yeah, see, this is what I don't get. That um, you have people that uh, I mean, even like Kaepernick, he gets heat for kneeling during the national anthem. Which is a totally his right under the law and a peaceful protest. And then you have these guys that took up arms against the government, which to me is treason. And they're given a statue. I don't. That's the part I don't get that they're not viewed that way, which they should be. Robert E. Lee was against erecting. Uh, and I don't get. I you right. know he he made a big mistake because Virginia went with the South. If Virginia had went with the North, he would have been a Union officer. Oh, no, no. Uh, Lincoln asked him directly to, 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 to lead. And he refused. and he said no, because said no. Virginia was, yeah. and he was a Virginian. Yeah. That now, if Virginia reason. had went with the North, he would have been a general in the Northern Army. Uh, I don't feel sorry for the guy, but God, did well, he no, make I a don't bad feel, choice. I don't feel sorry. I bet you he was ashamed for it Years and decades later, a lot of the Confederate uh, generals or leaders. Yeah, might well, have they been. put it to him too because they put the the uh, the cemetery of the guys on his Arlington, his his yeah. plantation, and they put the graves right up almost. To the but that was, but, but if that was his only punishment, he got off light because. Other, but to a guy like that, that's dis- not dis- light. Dis- that's not light. Oh, oh, except uh, guys like us, we don't give a shit what we did ten minutes ago. But guys like that, well, they can see this is what you born. This yeah, is what you born, yeah. All these dead American. Yeah, lives. people in this century don't care about what they did as long as they made a profit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 back then, yeah, greed's been around for human history. Not the way the people were more into pride and and and. You the think way so? To, yes. Oh, oh totally. wow! I, I think uh, no, totally. Totally, the, the, the era of the knight and the samurai, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, they were totally into how it looked because they didn't have the quick turnaround the way that the century now offers you. Uh, you were stuck with it forever. You didn't move. You you didn't have freedom of movement within a distance or class. Where now you could be a bum, and if you end up with a windfall, all of a sudden you're you got a new car and a place. Listen, you know what I mean? This, and no one cares where you came this, from. This is the argument, besides the fact that none of these 
memorials were, for the most part, erected when these guys were still alive. They were they were they happened in the 20th century during the portion of time they're trying to rewrite history. Oh, they never could have happened when they were still alive Why because there was resentment still. Yeah, and they, but their they, people were still mad. Why wouldn't they be right? Six hundred thousand dead and dead and Oof. wounded Americans in in four years. Ugh. Imagine it's just horrific. Imagine that. So you so to put up memorials of these guys, I'm not saying that they should all have been been strung up, but I wouldn't have minded if a few were. You know, you're yeah. like so people like Robert E. Lee and Jefferson Davis. Uh, Stonewall Jackson was killed during the war um, by his own guy by accident. That changed. Possibly the fate of the war, but um, if Lincoln decided to make examples out of a few of these guys, um, and came down harder on the South, I wonder then if that would have prevented. They were trying to prevent resentment against the North for punishing them for yeah for the secession and for the war. So Lincoln was like malice towards none, charity towards all, which is very honorable of someone to think after a horrific war, trying to you know mend no, the No, that was the right thing to do. And if he hadn't been assassinated, I think. I think the healing time would have been shorter because as soon as he died, the guys that took over just crushed him, just just really took it out on him. And I think if Lincoln had lived, it would have been a better because he was he was a great person, and it's hard to be the president and a great person. It's just it's hard. It's hard. During a civil war. During any period. But he was, and if he could have lived and had another term, I think it would have got smoothed over. There there wouldn't have been the 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 kickback. The animus. The, the animus because he he wouldn't have been as as reprisal oriented, you know what I mean? But, and I think when he died, they just Especially because he got killed by a guy from the South. They just took it out on him. Yeah, during radical reconstruction, that didn't last a long time. It was like 12 years, 13 years, something like that. But I think you have to remember that in those days, time is longer. Now it's short. My point is this, though, is that if the Confederate leaders got off light, almost none of them punished, and all the generals weren't strung up after the war... They should be damn lucky yeah. that they got off easy. They were all West Point guys. Well, a lot of more. That's what I mean. They committed treason. They swore an oath, oath to the Constitution. Constitution, and then they they, they yeah. went against it. Um, but the fact that then you have memorials up to some of these guys all these years later, like you said, one someone like Lee w- w- would be unacceptable to that. They wouldn't think that would be smart to. No, I don't want a memorial to myself. What are you memorializing? That was an awful time in U.S. history, the worst time ever. Yeah. You know, once we start getting tanks and shooting at each other again with it, I don't see it getting worse. But um, I try to explain to people defending these statues that a lot of these were put up so far later during whether Jim Crow laws yeah. or even in the 60s as sort of a backlash against right. the civil rights movement to show that this is what, this is what we're honoring in this point right. in time. We're honoring a point in history 100 years ago where the person who's now my next-door neighbor was subservient at that point, literally and, yeah. and, and lawfully subservient. So right. it, was, it was a sign. Well, that's the thing I have with the, with the Confederate flag, uh, which to me represents that whole thing. And it's the flag of the enemy. It's like, it's like putting a rising sun or a, swa- a swastika. In other words, it was an enemy of the United States. And then to honor the flag is like really insane. And that wasn't even the flag that was widely used during the Confederacy. It wasn't used throughout the Confederacy. And then it was adopted as sort of this is the Confederate 
sort of icon after the war. Was. They didn't use it in battle and stuff. It was a battle flame, but it wasn't like every state was using it. As far as as far as I know, um, you know, it wasn't like oh, it was flying water. You know, states had their own flags, uh, for example. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I just think if you want to hold on to that history so much, I think you have to look at the pros and cons of wanting to be like, okay, we have a courthouse for we're marching into. When you have the, I think they just took down uh, one of the Supreme Court justices that wrote the that wrote the uh, the opinion on the the Dred Scott case. It was at eighteen fifty five fifty six. They basically said, you know, even if the slave escaped to the north, you got to return him to the south, right? That was Dred Scott, I believe. So why would why would you be honoring that in this day and age? Like, why would you want to do that on public courthouse grounds? I'm just, I'm just trying to get into the reasoning. There's a statue of that guy. There was. They just took it. I think they just moved it or, or took it down. <laughs> so you're, you're incredulous, right? You got to be kidding me. I mean, even somebody from there would go, no, that's not the guy we want to look at. You know what I mean? That sure. doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, that that that, that decision, the Dress Scott decision, basically solidified. Slavery, uh, four years before the Civil War, that decision. Um, yeah, just a just an awful time in hu- human history, and I, I would argue that t- taking down statues, taking down memorials—not just this is the battle that happened, but a memorial to someone, which means you're honoring someone to people that took up arms against. I don't nation. understand I how the how as brilliant and as whatever. The founding fathers were that they didn't see this. They 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 didn't end it then. I think what what happened in terms of they couldn't hire guys. <laughs> I mean, the the cotton gin sort of changed things and made that a hell of a lot more profitable. Once you once you had the cotton gin in the early eighteen hundreds, it made it a lot more profitable to have cotton and it exploded. That was part of it. If that wasn't invented, that's at least I learned in high school. If the cotton gin wasn't invented. Slavery might have died out on its own, just naturally, because it wasn't profitable to, just, to, just to do it. It wasn't. There was no reason to have that sort of uh, amount of labor for what? Yeah, but why didn't those guys see it then and think and just I, write it out of the law book when uh, they did the Constitution? Because, it, because, because, because the, some of the founding fathers uh, had slaves. Washington had slaves. That's what. But our, why didn't they see it as wrong? Is what I mean. Because, it, like you said, it was a different era. I mean, it, it, not to say it's right or wrong, but that's just the way life was. It just was. Yeah. You, you had indentured servants for hundreds that's of years. That's different. Um, well, when you looked at some indentured servitude, it's not a, that far far away. But they had a light at the end of the tunnel. Sure, sure. But their circumstances at the time were. You know, you, yeah. you can tell you could walk away and go work at the Home Depot down the street. You know, you couldn't do that. Right, I get it. When, when you hear, when you hear one of the one of the things that crystallized, uh, I guess, a moment in time for this president was for him to say to equate Robert E. Lee to George Washington because they both owned slaves. Uh, to 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 crystallize it to that viewpoint, I thought was scary to me. It, it was scary because I think people missed the point. That if you're going to make that argument, you have to look at why we honor people. What is right. the what is the basic reason we are, yeah. people honor George Washington versus why they honor Robert E. Lee? Yeah. If you can't figure out that slavery is not any reason why you honor George Washington, right? That was sort of a 
you know, sort of a well, he happened to own slaves and unfortunate for the time, but that's right. that's what it was. With Robert E. Lee, that's a feature of the character in my estimation, right. because that's what the even though if he was personally against slavery, he was fighting on the side to preserve it. So right. that's the major difference. Yeah. I don't know if you disagree or agree with no, that. No, I agree with that, yeah. One set up set up a foundation right. and structure of our country. Well, that that's what I'm have. telling you. The guy you know, says something stupid every day. <laughs> I don't understand how he can keep pumping him out. He's like... And here you thought Reagan was going to be the end of the world in the 80s. <laughs> that's going to make you look <laughs> God, I... You know how good you had it, I right? wish he was the president. <laughs> you wish they propped up Reagan's corpse. <laughs> I mean, this is unbelievable. <laughs> I cannot believe the stuff this guy says. It's just incredulous. <laughs> well, he's unbelievable. <laughs> Not in a good way. No, you keep. <laughs> did you see him try before we move on? Did you see him staring at the eclipse without the glasses? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah of case course. Point. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Fake news, Frank. It's fake news. It's fake news. He's fake news. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, what, what, do you, uh, what do you see happening in the Conor McGregor-Floyd Mayweather fight? I know we talked this before. Let's oh, the record. Okay, well, I've been watching boxing since I was like 10, and I don't see the guy standing a chance because he's not a boxer, and he's fighting a guy that's 49-0 and 0, that's never been knocked down. Well, he has one knockdown on his record in all of his fights, and that was one he went down on purpose because it was the end of the fight and his hands were were broken. So he took a knee to escape whatever. And well, then the round... Mayweather. Mayweather. And then the round ended. Oh, so that's that. the only time he actually he's been off of his feet in any fight. Really? The end of the fight he just said, I'm just going to rest here because I know the fight's over? Yeah, he took a little net, took a little rest, and he touched his glove on the on the mat, which, means you're, which means you're knocked down. He didn't even go down; he just put his fist on the mat, and that's his only knockdown in his entire career. And that was, was like a standing eight counter. Yeah, or? yeah, he took an eight, and then there was a couple seconds left in the fight, and it was over. I mean, here's a guy that that, that fights boxers who train their entire career to, to box, and he doesn't get hit. The other guy is not a good boxer. He throws wide. He's going to rush in. He's going to get picked apart. I have no idea about his chin. Might be good. It's that just means good. he's going to get punished more. And I well, just see that's what the fight's going to be. Uh, and... The 8-ounce gloves doesn't help him because he's used to 4, so it's still twice as much as he's used to. And 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 Mayweather fights for almost his entire career with 8-ounce gloves. So I don't see it as a competition. I see it as an event, which most people do, I think. They want to see what could happen. Well, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a big event, but it's not a fight. Well, it's a fight. It's a I mean, fight, but it's... People are throwing, trying to hurt each other, throwing punches. Yeah. I, I think, I think um, if, if McGregor has a chance, he has to clip him in the first couple of rounds and get him off his game and bum rush him because he does have a size advantage on him. But it's a guy that's never been—he doesn't get hit by boxers. Well, yeah, I, that, 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 yes, that's the point. He doesn't get hit. <laughs> if McGregor could do something weird that 
that Mayweather has to calculate he has a scene because he's not a traditional boxer. Maybe he has a different stance. Yeah, or something. well, that'll that's take him about a round and a half. That's what I mean. And but, then, but, but you, even but then, if you, but if you, if you get to round four, uh, at that point, uh, you know Mayweather can dance around him all day because big, because it's one thing to train for a you know a nine minute MMA fight or maximum is fifteen minutes, right? So, right. Uh, so because then you have five, and this is thirty six minutes. This is thirty six minutes, and boxing is a uh, not to say MMA is not tough in those three minutes. Boxing though is you there's constant punching and movement. Yeah, it's, it's well you uh, you ask someone who's never boxed or doesn't think it's tough to get in a ring, a real ring, a canvas, not a floor, and have gloves on and just shadow box with no one else in the ring with him. For three minutes, so you're retired. Sit and yeah. do it again and again and again, and then tell me that you're, you know, yeah, yeah. It's tough, even if, even if you have uh, sparring partners. I can't imagine how tough it is to get into ring shape, even with sparring partners for twelve rounds. Like, how do you train to do that? And this even. is a thing that's been done in boxing for years. They come up against a guy who's really skilled or tough or a Tyson or whatever, and they try to get a sparring partner. That will duplicate it. You can't do it. And it never happens. Because once you get in with the real guy, you're in trouble. Whether it's Muhammad Ali or Tyson or Sugar Ray Leonard. Once you see their speed, their skill, their punching power, it's not like the guy you've been sparring with. That's why he's a sparring partner. And it's very tough to duplicate that. I think... I I don't... I, and I, I'm a big fan of MMA. You're a little fan. I try to get But MMA is... Different skill set. Yes. And in its own way, it's very it's it, it's, its own but, thing. And it's just as real and tough. Well, yes, of course. It's just... It's, but it's just, it's just a specialization. Yes. Because, it's just different. Because in MMA, you have to be good at four or five things or competent. In boxing, it's one thing you focus on and train on. Right. Eight hours a it's day. It's just different. It's not to say the guy's not a skilled... MMA guy, he's the best guy. I mean, he's great. I, I think, but what, it's not his genre. That he's out of fish out of water. I think people don't realize, or maybe they do. It's incredibly hard to land a punch in someone's face, even someone like a random person. Yeah, uh, and if, if that's well, boxing is body too. But if you have someone that's actually trained in the art of deflection. Uh, the nuance head of movement. head movement, using sh- your shoulder, yeah. and we're not talking a lot of movements needed to avoid a punch. That the energy that you output to, just to keep up with someone that skilled, it's going to add up. And the other thing is, a boxer is trained to see it coming from your shoulders. That's how they move out of the way. Just that, and just those two, three, inches. because they see it coming. They see the guy starting to move, flexing, doing whatever, and they're already... They're trained to know that that's a punch coming. Yeah. It's it's instinctual, for the most part. The other fight is going to be good. The other fight? The one next week? Canelo and Triple G. That is a war, and those guys, they don't run and hide and box. They're going to come right to the middle of this ring. what, What weight class is that? Uh, super middle, like 160, they're going to be at 168. And that's for the title? Yeah. Those those guys. Now, Canelo's only loss, as good as I think he is, uh, is against is against Mayweather. 
And Mayweather, and the other kid hasn't lost. Galak and Canelo is a hard puncher. Too. Yes. So the argument that Mayweather can't face a hard puncher, you got to land those punches. I mean, yeah, that's, that's the bottom line. And he just made the kid miss. I mean, to the point where it's like it was. He was trying to hit a puff of smoke. I mean, you could see he wanted to land one so bad, and he just was just oh, just. So just, how oh, how just, how old was was that four years ago? Yeah, Canelo was a raw kid then. So he could, you could say he could be better now. And plus yeah, Mayweather's he might now. I think he could, could catch him. Man. He's bigger, he's more skilled, and the other guy's older. Do you think that's a, a big deal? Though, that the fact that Mayweather is forty years old, or is that well, not? Not in this fight, but if he fights a real guy, like if he fought any of the, the other two guys, he might be in trouble. trouble. As good as he is, as good as he is, at some point in in sports, I mean, if you're a writer. You get you're still good you're when so you're bad. <laughs> you might get better. But as a boxer, when you're 40, you're not as good as when you were 28. I'm sorry, you're not. You're not. You can't be. So your prediction is you think... I think he'll carry him and then he'll knock him out in the mi- little, mate, late, like, 7, 8, 9. In there. What's your prediction? Eight, round 8, knockout? All right. Mid- round, eight, round 8. All right. Uh, I'm gonna do. I was gonna say six, seven. No, I might decision. You know what? I don't know. But, well, here's the thing. Mayweather will carry him for the fight. The May, no, no. I think. No, I don't know because I'm not sure how much pride Mayweather has in this one versus the others. He might feel insulted that the guy is even trying. But obviously, it's a big payday. So who cares? If I was getting paid 125 billion, but I don't he give cares a shit. about the 49 and 0 a lot. Sure, but does he care about? Just taking a decision. Oh no, he he no he. He's he gonna just knock him out. But he might decision if he goes the distance. He's gonna make the guy look silly for a lot of the fight. So he won't. It won't be like oh, it's a, it's a moral victory getting there. No, he'll no, he'll pick him awful. apart. He'll let he'll him stand there just and ragged. pick him apart. And unless he has it, and if he doesn't have a chin, he's gonna. He's going to go down or take a standing eight or get knocked out on his feet or not answer the bell. That would be the biggest deal. Not answering the bell? If, if McGregor doesn't answer the bell for one of the rounds, that's, that would be... Because he's exhausted or just... But it would make him look not as tough. Well... Which is what Ali did to Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston didn't answer the bell for the eighth round. And that was it. If he has worse than getting knocked out, I think so. Because you're, you're just because it looks like you quit. No balls, no chutzpah. <laughs> you, you better you run out there and get knocked on your ass, and then okay, you got knocked out. But not answering the bell is you got to really no mas, like no mas. Well, that, uh, right, and he was forever vilified for that. Even though he was if, if Leonard had knocked him out, everybody would say, "Whoa, it was a great, great was, fight." Talk about Roberto Duran. Yeah, if Roberto Versus. Duran had gotten knocked out, everybody would have said, "Wow, that fight was fight. great." And now it's but, dishonored. Right, exactly. It's like a samurai not coming out and getting killed. Like you, you know, you quit. It's like you rather get you killed. quit. Death, yeah. death before dishonor. Yeah, right. Same right. Thing. Exactly. My prediction, Frank. I don't know. I'm a, I, I don't know if McGregor, if Mayweather's going to take it to him. He says he's going to stand with him. But I don't think he's going to risk that, or he might just start doing that after the third or fourth round. Yeah, I just time. think that that at some point he's going to hit him so many times that something's going to happen. Even if he does, even if he's not known as the hardest puncher anymore, it's just a cumulative effect of bam, bam, bam. Like yeah. Take a hundred Then points. I think what will happen is the other guy will tackle him or kick him and get disqualified. No, he won't do that. There's probably something in the contract saying he'll lose well, a lot of times you're in the heat of the battle. <laughs> your, your best interest, as Sidney Greenstreet said in uh, the Maltese Falcon, in the heat of the moment, your best interests sometimes are clouded. So you're saying Mayweather knockout round eight? Yeah, round eight. Or I'm, I'm going to say if he goes after him, I'll say 
five or six rounds, but oh. I think I think my gut's gonna tell me that he's gonna lay off him, let him tire himself, and finish him in like the ninth or tenth. Ten, yeah, later. later. Yeah, just, just okay. You're, that you're, makes sense to me. Your arms are at the size yeah. now. I'm just gonna. I'm just going to put so, this away. Whatever. It's a, but, it, but hey, it's a big event, and everybody's hey, not going to tell anybody what they should watch maybe or not. But maybe they'll become like Rocky, where you know Apollo Creed just has to stay away from him, but he tries to finish him, and then Rocky catches him and makes it a close fight. You know, like, you don't know. Yeah, but Rocky, Rocky at least was a boxer. Oh, that's true. But puncher's chance. That's what they call this expression. You always have a puncher's chance. If you land a punch, that's all it takes is one good punch to land. Right? But it's, you're talking about a guy that's never been off of I his know. feet in his right. entire career hey. against boxers. Yeah, but you know Tyson beat Buster Douglas, and no, that was a but Buster Douglas was, was a boxer. I know, <laughs> I know but I'm just saying, and he, it was still the biggest he, shot. Did you ever see the size difference between Buster yes, Douglas, Douglas and was huge? I, I, Buster Douglas is like was like five six, and they asked him why he trained so hard, and he was in the best shape of his life. He goes, "I was afraid of getting killed." <laughs> Well, he was uh, afraid Tyson was going to kill him. <laughs> well, that's that's good motivation. <laughs> well, plus I think his mom died too. That was, it's, yeah, it's but he to... was he was terrified of, of getting hurt really bad. But did that shock you? Then what happened? Buster yes. Tyson in ninety, yes, or ninety one. But it was, it was a like the same way the Super Bowl. It was twenty eight to three, and they ended up winning. It wasn't the. Cal State volleyball team beating the Patriots. It was another pro football team. You're right, and so, that's my reason. So even if McGregor used to be an amateur boxer, you're not you're not impressed. No, by because that. if he was a really great boxer, he would have been a boxer. Well, it's easier to get into MMA than boxing now, just in terms of you, yeah. You, you know, but he could have made it through. I mean, I think I'm, I'm almost disappointed he didn't become a boxer because he's, well, he's a tough kid. Maybe your from he's a tough kid from a shithole ghetto, which is where you mm-hmm. want to be from. And man, he might have been really. I mean, to me, well, I just like this sport. Well, well, I was saying, yeah. what if your yeah. passion is to be a mixed martial artist? Right. Okay. Like okay. Yeah, I get grappling. Right. That's like saying, but well, I think if he had trained his entire life to be a boxer, I, yeah, he's a tough kid. I mean, look at him. He's got the confidence. I don't think he's an act. He has the confidence. And look at him. I mean, imagine his input into boxing. Yeah, what it would the be. next Ali. <laughs> and, and he's a white kid, for Christ's <laughs> sake. I mean, they couldn't make that up. What do you think about the racial components of this fight? Do you think I, they're, they're uncomfortable to you? Yes. Or? Yeah, I, I'm always uncomfortable with it. Uh, uh, is it something to be avoid, avoided when you have a, a white boxer versus a, a black I, boxer? I don't think it... To me, it doesn't matter. I'd rather just see a good fight. But the problem is they brought it up. With, oh, with the promotion and him saying Right, and, and I'm not sure whether it's part of the promotion or he really believes it. Although a lot of people think he's like that because they've seen it before in MMA fights. Oh, using the same expression. Where he... Yeah, where he says... Yeah, where Yeah, where he does that. And I'm not sure if it's part of his shtick or whether he thinks Did it. You think Mayweather took it personally? Maybe using that as motivation? I don't, I don't, Mayweather is... He doesn't... I don't think he takes anything personally unless he thinks he's being cheated out of $4. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then he, well, he looks. What, what do you think about... The, I mean, is, do you personally... Obviously, you're, you're favoring Mayweather because you think he's a superior bo- prize Boxer. Not, but that yeah. doesn't mean you personally like Mayweather. No, so. no. He's a he's turd. kind of a jerk off too, right? Yeah, he's been in jail <laughs> for beating his girlfriend. So that, How could you root? I mean, it's almost like... I, I, I don't, that's the other thing I don't like about this fight. Is that it's hard I can't root for either guy. 
it's almost like you know separating the art from the artist like a movie star or a director it's like separate the the boxer from that the person. somehow is easier i don't know why we do that all the time because no one I, cares i have a harder problem than that than you have an easier time i think doing that with me. i have I no it. the actors to me are actors they're all friggin' nuts anyway who knows what they're saying i don't take them seriously off the, out of the screen okay. they're all crazy but for sports guys, though, it's, it's hard to It's separate. different because it's They're a different per- kind of hero. You know what I mean? Yeah, you want them but to they're be, still performing, though, but it's more... But it's a competition. See, that's the other thing that people are saying, oh, this is entertainment. What's the difference? The difference between sports and other entertainment is that it should be also a competition. Otherwise, it's not sport. It, 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 you have to find the sport itself and the competition entertaining. A movie is just entertainment, strictly. Oh, I see what you're saying. See what I'm saying? So that's the difference to me. It has to be competitive also to be to for me to it to be entertaining. Now I know this thing is the build up and the hype and the whole party is what it's about. It's not about the actual fight to uh-huh. most people. A couple of questions on the Twitter timeline here uh, before we get out of here. Uh, question. This is from at S Flanagan 80. Stranger Things creators want to cap number of seasons in entertainment knowing how to go out on top versus limping to the finish. So Stranger Things is, uh, you have Netflix now. It takes place in 1983. It's sort of a sort of a cool sort of Twilight Zone-esque sci-fi yeah. Stephen King vibe to it. So I guess the creators, they know that we don't want this to go on forever. Plus they're kids. So each season's a year. So this year's going to be 84. But what, what, oh, fact, I heard this is supposed to be really good. Yeah, you should check it out. Yeah. Uh, but, but 84, the season's coming out soon, season two. But what do you think about that in entertainment, knowing that you have a set number of stories to tell versus letting it run on forever? Frank's making the money symbol. He's rubbing his fingers, fingers together. That most people don't care. If they could milk another season out of it. If you have a sitcom and it's been great for five years and they're willing to pay you again for the sixth year. Year, most people will take the money. Even if creatively now, there's nothing left to say. Yes. Now, there'll be a couple people that want to go on to movies or have their own show, but uh, the rest of the cast, that's their that's their their hype. That's the best they're ever going to do. They're taking that other season and they don't care. I mean, MASH was the biggest show ever, went forever, went off the air, and they had a show called after MASH and they got people from that show to be on it because they were going to pay them well yeah when you're well if you're I don't blame the actors actors it's hard yeah. to find steady work that's always what I hear from actors is that they're always afraid this is my last job yeah like, it's hard to be, be well I feel that way in gardening too <laughs> no matter how many jobs I have I always feel this is the last one I'm ever going to get so it isn't true but I always feel but that don't way. you see the next sort of the yes no life. I yeah hell they did after Golden Girls they did B. Author left the show, but the rest of them did like they what were they, the, gold, what were they the Golden Palace. Oxygen tents. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was the Golden Palace. It was like the old person's home with the young Don Cheadle as a worker there. Oh, it lasted one season, but you don't want to think about it because that's awful compared to the other series. Right. You know, but that's with a lot of shows, though, right? They did that with Three's Company had an extra season where it's just and jacked, even the, and no one cares. Uh, and even like the movies, there'll be a great movie. They'll have a sequel, which is. Some of them aren't at, I mean, terrible. They're not terrible. But they'll go for a third or a fourth one that they're, they've jumped the shark. But they're willing, once they get funding, 
and they're they're it's, in. It's tough. That's why it's tough. That's why you have to give Seinfeld credit. They wanted to go out on top. They, they offer him so much money. To I they, give they them out. credit because I do not understand how you have a comedy which is so difficult, and every show is funny. Nine years every, in, too, right? Every show is good. Yeah. Because they had good writers. I do not understand how they were able to sustain that. This is from Atheist underscore Forest. The state of the Great Pacific Garbage Patch and the discovery of yes. a second patch the size of Texas. It's just disgusting. Your opinions out. Okay, so there's a huge yes, laundry nation island of garbage. Of that's garbage floating. that like plastic bottles and stuff. But they say there's a second one they discovered? Floated into the with the currents. And it's almost impossible at this point to clean up. I just wish there was a way to clean it up. I don't know what to do. They have to have these boats that could scoop them up. and Piece and, by piece. and Well, separate. just like a big scoop. And then use that to power the boat and just keep driving around there until it's all gone. I know that's like a fourth grader's uh, answer to it. But I, I, it's just, I saw a show, it's just disgusting and awful. So this was discovered in 1988, the first Pacific yeah. Garbage Patch. It's just But now horrible. there's a second one that's out there? Yeah. Well, Is that real? throwing shit away. Well, it's all the stuff off of boats, right? That, no, it's everything uh, out of every, every it's not just off of boats. It's too big for that. <laughs> just, well, we're doing better now at garbage disposal than we used to just throw it out to sea. That's it's just horrific. Imagine all the birds, though, that, that, that's where they hang out and fly to. And, no, it's you know, not garbage they can eat. It's plastic no, no. bottles. Hang out. And, it's, it's where they can yeah, just Yeah, but hang they out. get caught in there and, uh, you know, they get caught up in it and, and it, it kills fish because they eat part of the plastic. And then you have fish you're catching with chunks of plastic in it. It's, 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 the only thing I can say is it's good to be mortal. Uh, this is from that psychedelic. 2017. That could be Frank. You could be psychedelic. 50 or something. Would love it if you could have Frank back on and discuss with him Donald Trump presidency six months in. What do you think, Frank? I, I'm embarrassed to be an American. That's what I think. Yeah, is I that think, really? You're, yes. Not, embarrassed. Be, embarrassed to be an American. The guy is a total joke. Embarrassed that he represents us or embarrassed yes. that we can let him be president? Both. That we voted for him and look at him. And all the things that I thought about him are true. He does not know how to deal with foreign dignitaries at all. He just looks at them as Reality presidents show. of his subsidiary in, in, in France. <laughs> the, the, best, you know? <laughs> the best video, remember when he met with NATO and he pushed another president out of the way? Yeah. Because in the front he was like, yeah, yeah, out of the way. Yeah, like he's the just a, a guy that works for him. <laughs> like yeah. he's just a guy. I, mean, I, I, could, I couldn't believe that. Uh, you know, it was obviously it was a smaller country. You can't just push a president out of the way. Like who the he's fuck? Got no, he no doesn't exam, view no couth the world at all. It just it's all business to him, which maybe works if you're a CEO. But there's something else to being a president. There's diplomacy. You got your hand on the button for oh god, I don't even want to think about it. Well, no, the generals would, would veto him if he did something totally uh, stupid. Okay. They've already they've already come out against him. They came out. They they had harsher criticism of the Charlottesville stuff after he refused to yeah. really condemn it. And the general came out and said, "This is not what we stand for as America." I'd never have seen that before no. in my lifetime. That that the the, the, the well, military. Right, speaking, I rest my case. That makes you best. You should be proud to be American in that respect, though. Well, right? that, but yeah. that he's. Oh. 
All right. This is from at Grant W. Are you excited the NFL season is about to start? Not really. I'm more interested in the... I know you guys hate baseball, but I love baseball, and it's getting down to the pennant races and the playoffs, and I really don't get cranked up. I, I'm a Giant fan now. I'm not as big a football fan as I was. I'm more, I'm, I'm a, but I'm a football Giant fan, and I'll watch their games and be excited. But no, I'm more interested in the end and the playoffs in baseball. This is at 10 underscore damage. Let's hear about any palm reading slash fortunes you or Frank have had. Any funny stories? Do you believe any fortunes you've gotten? I've changed a little Ian to you. Have you ever had your fortune told or palm read? No, uh, well, only uh, astrologically. And some of this stuff actually turned out to be uh, true uh, about relationships in the future and what job I would have. Really? Is he going to be a gardener? Well, no. They said I'd be involved in like water and the, the soil. The soil. Okay. And, you got to be careful with the too vague sometimes. Yeah. Predictions. You're going to be involved with the earth and well, I could be <laughs> Right. But I am. I had my hand in the ground today. Um, the other one was about, um, I, I don't know if it was relationships or whatever. Uh, and my ex and her friends and stuff used to go to this uh, psychic reader and it even freaked out my sister. I mean, talked about stuff um, that there's no way that she could know. Like it was too specific? It wasn't, yeah, real it, specific. It, it wasn't probing for answers like you see No, no, just uh, whatever. Uh, you know, just... Really weird, weird stuff. I don't know if she's still alive now. This was years ago. Uh, but that's my only thing that I've never really had. I, I don't really delve in that because uh, if it's fake, it's hooey. And if it's real, it's sort of scary. So either way, I'm not as interested maybe as I should be. You're afraid it's real and it's, it's scary either way. <laughs> and if it's not real, I feel like I'm being made a fool of. So sure. either way, I avoid it. Uh, I have a feeling that there probably are, I mean, I, I, I feel, I mean, I feel I have a teeny bit of little tinge of psychic stuff going back uh, in my in my lineage. But um, I feel there's a lot of shysters out there too. Oh yeah, totally. But I still think it could be something that's real sure. that we haven't come up with the way to measure it sure you know the way that magnetic fields around the earth are real but we didn't really know about it until we had the thing that could see it sure at thrifty gamer 83 the extremism of colonial powers and empire building the u.s is engaged into well i've As always been a uh, against that since i've been in my you know since i was a kid <laughs> I mean, that's what the whole Are we the em- hippies and the protest movements and all was about us mixing in other countries' politics well, because it benefits us. I get why we're doing it, but we really do you, some bad things in other people's countries. Do you think we're technically empire building still? or we're, I think we're mostly out of that business by now. I think there's a little bit of it because the, of the oil. And I think we're over there protecting our interests. And I, you cannot argue with that. Well, we're not making money off the oil in the Middle East, though, ourselves. At least directly. They're, they're, they're I'm just, not, but there's no, Americans saying, that are. No, but that's, that's, there's Chinese companies, there's Russian companies, yeah. European companies. Uh, right, and they're all wrong, there. and they're all in there doing the same bullshit. I think that, that's... And why we're in the Middle uh, East at all, unless it's to kill bad guys. To me, what the war on terror, it's... Well, we've been... There's no we've been, invasion. 
They should be looking. They should have guys on the ground. They should have satellites. And when they see a camp, that looks like it. Good. Well, that's what Send we're doing. them in and kill them all. But that's what we're doing now. Kill that's why all. we're still in Afghanistan you know, 16 years later. No, we don't need to be in Afghanistan. We need to go in and kill people and leave, not be but there hard. with an army. <laughs> it's hard It's hard to kill people, get in and out that easily. Unless you're well, we there. could just take over I, Pakistan as a base. Well, that well, I, I'm not. Yeah, it, I don't think Pakistan's on either of our favorite country Oof. lists right now. <laughs> hey, that's the one thing uh, Trump said. I agree with they do. They do harbor terrorists and do awful things. I'm not. Well, yeah, that's easy to say after they found Bin Laden there. <laughs> I mean, I can. Do- <laughs> Uh, two miles from their West Point, Bin Laden's Shh. hanging out watching direct the kids TV. Across the street, no, <laughs> they're four years old and they know Pakistan's harboring terrorists. <laughs> All right, well, well, we'll see what happens. Jesus, <laughs> I know it's kind of it's kind of rough. I know. In Libya and, and Syria, all and, them, and, and we give Pakistan billions of dollars just yeah. just so they don't fire nukes at India. It's great. It's, it's great. And that's, and that's what I always come down to. It's like, why are we so engaged with throughout the world? Well, we're kind of the buffer because other countries may not play nice, and they, but they can use that against us as leverage to get Of course, get and that's the money. way. Yeah, and it's all a big mess. How do you think we figure out North Korea, Frank? Is there an easy solution? Yeah, because there? the guy can't do nothing. He's not big enough. Well, they're getting... And if getting, he does something crazy... So you rather... There is going to be such a clusterfuck. But, 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 but that's the thing, right? He's getting closer to an ICBM. Do you wait till he has one before attacking? Or do you want well, to stop Well, then what that? do you do? You, you, you bomb his facilities before a chance. Well, that's... And, the, then, and then you just shrug. And then we could just say... We could say somebody else did it. They could say we did it. And we'll just blame the Israelis. The Israelis do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? They always bomb shit before... What? What? But, but no, I think it was the Japanese that did it. They thought it was Rodan they were bombing. Oh, jeez, Frank. Rodan. No, I mean... But, but the, I think it's tougher, though, because you have, you have Seoul right there in South Korea. And the, the argument is, it's not an argument that if, if we attack, they're going to blow up you know, a huge chunk of South Korea, which obviously... Not if we take out their stuff. And then if they well, move, that's a big hit risk. them again and again and again until, you know, maybe we catch that stupid idiot by accident and... <laughs> So, so I don't think they're big enough to cause a real problem. They could do something terrible. They're firing missiles into the sea every other other week. Mm -hmm. They they have a nuke. Well, then, then if the only solution is to take out their facilities, which are limited. You have to agree to that. I don't, don't have, I, don't, I, don't, have. I don't have the data, Frank, to know how limited they're the They're small. Are. How many could they have? <laughs> what, do they got 9,000 of them? I'm, I'm sure the, the, the generals and, and, and the intelligence community knows more than we do about Right, that. and they're, they're <laughs> limited. They're limited. I'm just, I'm just interested in your thoughts on the preemptive strike versus waiting for them where it could be too late. They already fired a missile at Japan. Now we know there's going to be something awful happening before we retaliate. Right. You know. So maybe you could take out a couple of strategic places and and shrug when they say something, and they go, "What? What?" Either way, that's rough. If if you if you overthrow that regime, then you have a population that's sixty years behind the times versus the rest of the world in terms of technology. Uh, Buy him a laptop. (laughs) Oh, is that all? Buy him a laptop. a laptop in every North Korean's home. Yeah, they'll be up to and then they'll the start. Day. They'll start watching videos <laughs> and YouTube and uh, you know rock and roll videos. And in t- ten years, they'll be like everybody else. Give them MTV. They'll want like a, it's nineteen eighty four. They'll, <coughs> they'll, 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 
want a Lady Gaga t-shirt. <laughs> you know, like everybody else. Yeah, okay, well, I guess we got to go out on that note, Frank. Uh, well, that's what happened in East Germany. They started to watch West German television. All of a sudden, they didn't believe anything anymore. You think, you think North Korea is, is comparable to, to East Germany? You think it's a comparable situation? No, not really? now, but in 20 years from now. North Korea is you, cut off to the outside world. Well, that's what I'm saying. You give them the internet. You ever see the, the, the map of night of lights in North Korea? Give every... There's no electricity in most of the Give every kid a, a, a laptop <laughs> and hook them up. And in 10 it. years... Uh, <laughs> They'll be just like well, everybody else. I would start with feeding them first, but yes. You well, can get yeah, there. and and then they'll go. Yeah, well, where's my video game? They'll be whining like everybody, <laughs> every other kid. Give them a cell phone. Give them an app. Yeah. Get, get them on Tinder. What's that uh, video game with the dragons and all? And all of a sudden, they'll, they'll be like <laughs> every is, other wait kid. Wait a minute. What game with dragons? You know, like what whatever video game they're <laughs> killing dragons or. <laughs> Now, what are those ones? What's the ones with the elves and the oh, Lord of the Rings? What are you talking no, about? No, the, the other one. The, it, it was a it was a game. Elf, Elf Quest or whatever. Elf Quest. That was a comic book, Frank. But there was what was the, they always have games like that? Yeah, you, you, you just it. turn them on to that stuff, and in ten years they'll be just like every other wine and little kid. Uh, standing in line for the next video game. No, I'm trying to think what 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 game Dragon Age. What are you thinking yeah, of? I don't know. I'm just off. You thinking back to your G4 stuff from yeah. like ten years ago? Yeah, what you the- just line them out with all that crap, and they'll <laughs> they'll be just like everybody else. Next they want to go to work. They just, just want to stay home. Look at our millennials. They just play video games yeah. all day. No one works anymore. Yeah. <laughs> They just you know, go get their smoothies. A couple of and pizza their... joints in there. <laughs> a couple of pizza. Well, franchise, Frank. Well, French pizza. Yeah, North Korea. Pizza, a couple of pizza joints. Like, this, is a, some... this is an economic opportunity we're looking at. All right. some ribs joints. and <laughs> It won't take that long to, to seduce well, them into the dark side well, at all. Well, you, think that, you figure the Chinese will get in there and open up stuff and we'll get them going. Yeah. You know, no, the, the Chinese though will want too much well, of control over it. That's a, that's a, be their proxy. Their the neighbor. idea is to is to get them thinking for themselves, and the internet can do that for them. Well, oh, oh, Frank's admitting the internet could be could be useful. I've always said that. You <laughs> twist what I say all the time. What I say, there has to be a balance. You got to get up sometimes and go outside and have a life experience. All right, Frank, we're going to sign that's off here. It. Uh, if you if you guys if you enjoyed the not so common podcast again thanks for Frank for, for for doing this he doesn't have to but I bought him tacos so it makes it easier yeah if I was bribed if you enjoyed this podcast <laughs> podcast please subscribe on your platform of choice iTunes Google Play Stitcher Podbean or wherever you listen to podcasts you can rate the podcast give it a like click you can leave a comment that's always useful. Let people know on social media how much you kind of enjoyed this. This was kind of educational. I was talking about yeah. the Confederate statues and how to solve North Korea and colonialism. We got that. And, we were... and Floyd Mayweather, Conor McGregor. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, if you want to directly support me, I have a Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash patcountry. Check me out there. Thanks. And uh, Frank, say goodbye. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. We'll see you next time. That's exactly what you said. And no, that's what I said. That's what you said. All right. Let's get some ice cream. All right. <laughs> I'm going to have a beer first, though.